Hello and welcome to the Fit 47 podcast. I am one of your coaches, Amelia. And I am your other coach, Chloe. Our goal of Fit 47 is to support you, educate you and empower you to live a healthier, happier lifestyle so you can become the best version of yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with somebody else you think would enjoy it too. This will help us help more women just like you. So today we want to talk about cheat meals and why you shouldn't be having cheat meals. It's something that actually really gets on my nerves is when I hear people saying, oh, I'm having a cheat meal or what can I have for a cheat meal or whatever it is. But it's just, it's really annoying because it it can really damage your relationship with food, even if you don't realise it at the time. Later on, labelling something as like a cheat meal, it, it does have an effect, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Like the word cheat it, uh, by bad. itself, like makes you think it's a bad negative thing. So by saying you're having a cheat meal without, like you said, without realising, not straight away it's impacting your relationship with food but over time you start to associate certain foods as being bad or being off limits and you shouldn't be having it and you're doing a naughty thing by eating it but you're not but as well the thing with cheat meals is people don't just go and have like a burger from Mackey's it's what we've just been told of then haven't we they go all out it's like man versus food because it's a cheat meal and it's like well I can just eat whatever I want and it's off limits but one thing I say is if you cheated on a test, if you cheated in a relationship, like it's bad. And then to say, for instance, you've cheated in a relationship, you cheated on your partner. You can never fully get that relationship back. It, it's always like, there's always going to be like, a, you know, a bad thing there because somebody cheated in the relationship. It's the same with foods. There's always that lingering thing of, oh, is this bad? Am I doing something bad here? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Totally get yeah, and we are so big on wanting to improve your relationship with food. All the women that we work with do, to some extent, come to us with that. Everyone's relationship with food is going to be different, yeah. and everyone's journey to kind of making that better is going to be different. It may take longer. Some people struggle more than others, but it is one of the worst things you can do is to be telling yourself certain foods are bad, and then going back to that example of the you know it would just be like a mcdonald's burger that you go and have as your cheat meal it would always be going all out and having what like the mackey's burger on top of the the fries with the extra um that everyone gets like an extra burger on the side with the full large milkshake and then after that you probably think oh well you know it's me cheat meal so I'm going to have a dessert so I'm going to get the McFlurry and again not saying there's anything bad with that necessarily but if you were to not label those things as bad and say that you're cheating if you were just going for the Mackey's you would probably just go and just you probably just go and get the meal and you wouldn't get all the other stuff with it because it's like oh this is off limits so I'm just gonna like go all out but it's you it still counts like you're still eating them calories and it's people have cheat meals only because they've restricted so much so it's only a cheat meal because they're doing so much restriction in the diet that it's like oh well I can have this and then that's where the whole like 
going all out comes in because they've restricted so much. Yeah, and when you begin to understand that realistically, if if fat loss is your goal, that you need to be in an energy deficit over a period of time, when you look at cheat meals, you could eat really well in your deficit Monday to Friday, and then because you've maybe deprived yourself of all the foods that you enjoy. When you do get to say Saturday and you're going to have your cheat meal and you do decide to go all out, if you eat food that is high enough in calories and you have enough of it, and it could easily be done. If you have your breakfast, your lunch, and then you, you tease your, treat, your um, cheat meal and you're choosing to have a full, I'm just, for, for an example, I love a Domino's pizza, so yeah, I'm really yeah. not like this, not, but like a full large Domino's pizza with the chicken um, kickers on the side, the wedges, um, the cookies at the end. Like you quite, you will have definitely taken yourself out of the deficit that you created for yourself all week because you're going, oh, it's a cheat meal and I can do it. Like your body still counts. Like your body still knows that energy is going, that excess energy that you don't need. You're eating like too much. The reason you don't need a cheat meal as well is because no foods are off limits. And I love the saying because it literally changed my life is there's no good or bad foods, just good or bad diet. And a bad diet is also restricting and then having a cheat meal, which would be classed as more of like maybe a binge, depending on what the person actually yeah. had. Um, but you don't, there's nothing off limits. There's no good or bad food. So there's no need to have that cheat meal. If you wanted to have a Mackey's on a Wednesday, you could have a Mackey's on a Wednesday as long as it was within your calories. We wouldn't tell you to do it. We wouldn't tell you not to do it. We'd obviously want our clients making better choices, but if it just so happened that they had a, um, a Mahi's, it, you know, it's not the end of the world and it's not a cheat meal. It's not them cheating. One of my clients said to me the other day, um, she had a niece and they had a, they had a McDonald's and she said, maybe I could have chose something a little bit, a little bit better, but she didn't, oh, who was it? I can't remember who, who was having that conversation. I have that many conversations. I can't remember who it was. Whoever it was, I will remember um, at some point. It'll probably come to me later on the podcast. But I, oh, it was Gemma. I feel like I, I speak about Gemma on this podcast so, so much, but it's because we have so many good conversations. But I said to her, you've, you've gone and done that with your niece and that's, a memory that she will probably remember. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As like a, a young girl, like I remember if, you know, a Mackey's for us when we were kids was was like a treat and maybe that's where it comes in that people think it's like a, you know, it's, oh, I'm having this cheat meal and it's like a treat and stuff because that's maybe how we were taught when we were younger. But you would remember going and getting a Mackey's with your auntie, wouldn't you? So yeah. that's a nice thing. More for the memory than like than the, the actual the food, food that yeah, you ate. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like, oh, I stayed in my auntie's and I went and got a Mackey's. And I said, I said, I explained that to him and said, like, that's actually a really nice thing. And it's not something that you're going to be doing all the time. If you're doing it as a one off, then it's. Yeah. You know, and it's even, even what you've just said there, though, is it make the two, the two are really different. Like going for a cheat and cheating or going for a treat. Like you, yeah, you're yeah. just viewing it different. And I think I've um put something, a post up on this lately. And it's to do with something isn't a treat if you're having it all the time. Like, it, a treat is, is meant to be something that you look forward to in a positive way not yeah, like not your a cheat negative. meal that you look forward to because you're not like you're at boring food all week and so you need this bad little like this 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 little binge I don't know what to call it yeah, yeah it the, the only diets that include cheat meals are diets that are not going to be sustainable long term 
that that ultimately that's what it is and you find that them diets or it's somebody following a diet plan so somebody following a diet plan is really restricted through the week and then they'll go friday night you're allowed to cheat meal yeah and it's like well why can i have it on a friday night why can't you know what why can't i just eat them foods not all of the time but if you wanted to have it on a wednesday could you would you have to say no to plans on the wednesday because you can't only have your cheat meal on a friday do you know what i mean yeah it it gets you into that you you wouldn't have to you could have it on any day the week that you want to but when you're in that place yeah I know because I've done it myself I would say no to things because I'm like oh no I can't have me cheat me on a Wednesday yeah do you know what I mean yeah I think it's just like telling yourself things are off limits so the minute something is off limits and it's like in was it in cartoons and it'd be like big red buttons don't touch the red button and like the cartoon character would always touch the red button if you tell yourself you can't have I don't know chocolate or mackies for example you're gonna want those things more so yeah. if you tell yourself you can have them you are allowed to have them but because you've got a goal in mind it's probably not you're probably not gonna choose them are you? yeah you, if you want to achieve your goal then realistically you, you can't be choosing to have those foods all of the time but you can include them within your diet rather than demonizing them like making them off limits that whole don't touch the wet paint and the first thing you do is touch it it makes you want it more and I honestly think if a really a really good thing that changed my relationship with food was realizing that I used to I wouldn't say binge because binge eating there's like a specific definition for it but I would like overeat on chocolate of a weekend on like a Friday night because I said to myself all week I couldn't have it and then all I did was think about it and then I couldn't just have just a normal little piece Mm -hmm. of chocolate because then I was like well this is the only time I'm going to eat it so I'm I'm going to go all out and I'm going to have like a big sheer bag of like buttons or something but realistically I could have just bought you know like the The multi-pack of dairy milk bars that I buy now and it works out as the same amount of calories but I could have had a bar of chocolate every day and could have just enjoyed a little bit of chocolate every day rather than all week being like can't have that can't have that not allowed that's bad that's bad and then every weekend and then eating loads of it and then going in that cycle yeah and then feeling guilty like you've done something bad and then like feel guilty over food and now I don't feel guilty over chocolate and sometimes some days I want it and some days I'm like I don't I more or less eat chocolate nearly every single day because I allow myself to and I don't binge on it like you said I'll buy like little freddos and stuff and if I want one but then it's not on my brain all the time if I want it I'll have it yeah and there's a lot of days where I don't want it you know what I mean take it or leave it yeah I can take it or leave it whereas I couldn't take it or leave it in the past and if like say for instance I opened a pack of biscuits I'd have to finish the whole pack of biscuits till I felt sick whereas now I can literally get a pack of biscuits eat one Michael said to me I don't know how you do that I can eat one biscuit and that's it if, if that's just what I need is a little bit of something sweet yeah. because I haven't got that thing of like, you know, it's bad, it's good. And yeah. when I used, I think this was my problem in the past as well, I'd go to myself, I'm on a diet. And then as soon as I was on a diet, it was like everything was off limits. And it was either I was sitting on the couch and eating, you know, a share bar of chocolate because I wasn't on a diet or I was on a diet and everything was off limits and there was no balance. But now you know, I've created a balance and that's what we do with our clients. So if I want chocolate, I can have it. But because I know I can have it, 
Yeah. I probably don't you really don't want, want it. it all the time. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's mad, isn't it? And the thing is, is it's lovely with all the girls that we work with watching their relationships with food Change. improve over time. Mm-hmm. But you've just reminded me of, I used to have, um, do you know, your screensaver on your phone. I yeah. set it as, and I don't even know where I found it from. I must have seen it on the internet somewhere. And it was like, no carbs, no sugar, no, like really? I had no sweets, no what, yeah. And it was like at the bottom, do this for 30 days. And I had it on my screensaver to like remind myself. But and then every time I opened it, I was like, oh yeah, sweets and sugar. Because every yeah, time I read it, and it was shit. on my mind even more. And now I'm sad like that was. Yeah. No now, chocolate. It was like me when I posted the um that nothing tastes as good as skinny feels by Kate Marks. Oh, I posted that on my Instagram as like a post when I very first got Instagram because that was that was what I was about at the time yeah. and like I found this post and I was like I'm gonna post that and I was just now I look back at it and I think wow like how you've changed but that is you, that's your relationship with food isn't it yeah, yeah I also wanted to touch on if you know somebody who is dieting and they are taking the approach of um why is the restriction? Yeah, restriction. restriction. So cheat meals. So they are successfully losing weight by having a cheat meal. And that's making you feel like that is something you should do. Restrict through the week and then have a cheat meal and then do the same again on repeat and repeat. Just because somebody is losing weight doing that doesn't mean it's right. It's damaging yeah. the relationship with food. It may not last because it because it could turn into overeating like regularly. And also what one person may see as a cheat meal may be different. So someone's cheat meal might not be many calories like altogether. Yeah. But then what you might go and have as a cheat meal could be a lot more than that. That's and so it might not work for you. So just because it's working for somebody else and it's I'm telling you now it isn't good for the relationship with food and it'll come back to bite them further down the line but if they are losing weight with it it still doesn't mean that you should try it yeah that's actually such a good point and like for some people their cheat meal might be a roast because they've been craving a roast and that's really what they feel like but then for someone else it could be the large pizza the Ben and Jerry's, the cookies, the 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 the, the, the which you know would come mean? to like three thousand, four thousand calories. Exactly. Just that one sitting. Exactly. So everybody's cheat meal would be different, and it would be a different amount of calories, like what you've just said. And honestly, once you understand nutrition and you understand these things, you will get that. Yeah. Because everybody's cheat meal would be different, like you said. Somebody's could be three thousand calories, and somebody could be a thousand. Like there's a big difference there. Um. But this is why we get our girls to track the foods and we say to them, like, it's not going to be forever. Nothing's off limits. You need to understand that you can have these things. Um, you can include them in your diet because, like Chloe said then, it doesn't work for everybody. So you tracking your food and going with calories and everybody's on different calories. Everybody's doing, like, different step amounts and everyone's got different jobs. And so they're finding what works for them. Yet the principles are the same but it's still different for each individual. So we still give the same sort of principles, but it's like you said, it's it's not the same for everyone. Whereas these sorts of diets are, everybody sticks to this meal plan. You can have a cheap meal on a Friday. Let's see who, who gets on the best with it. Yeah, That's and what you it know is. what? Thinking like if I was a coach who was doing that and like giving that out to people to do, 
I would have to make because I know that different people's cheat meals may be different. I'd have to make everyone's calories through the week really, really restrictive mm-hmm. to make sure that everybody did lose weight on it. I've known diet, so diet plans given to people which have only been 900 calories. That's awful. So the person's gone, oh yeah, I'm eating all this food, but actually when you put it into my fitness pal and look at it, it's been 900 calories and then there's like a cheat meal in there. But 900 calories, like that's fuck all. And when we, by the way, we've done like a post about your total daily energy expenditure, a post, a, a podcast, sorry. And we talk about that. And 900 calories is not even somebody's total daily energy expenditure, which, or the BMR, sorry, which means they use more calories than that just to survive, just to even. Function. I would be a moody bitch if I, I would never, to do like. It. I, th- I don't even think I could do that for a day. You yeah. know, I really don't. And I've seen people doing these fasts as well, which sort of annoy me because it's like, you see people doing these 24-hour fasts and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's just, it's just promoting. Like you're getting people to do these things, but are you going to fast for 24 hours every week for the rest of your life? No, so what are you doing it for now? Yeah. Like I don't get, I can't get my head around it. I think the, the only like, version of fasting that I kind of get is intermittent where it yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's more time restricted eating isn't it so yeah if you don't eat until like say midday yeah and then you stop eating at, at like seven well, you like, you're just making your window of eating smaller, smaller. and I, I do yeah. get that to an extent because I wake up at five o'clock have my breakfast at half five mm. and then so I find that I need four smaller meals throughout the day yeah because by the time it gets to 10 o'clock, I'm starving. And I can't wait until is... lunch because I'm so hungry. Yeah. So I have to have like a mid-morning snack that's got all my protein in. Then have my lunch like later around two-ish and then mm. my tea when I get home from Well, PTN. this is what we've just been talking about too. The principles are the same, but everybody's will look different because Chloe gets up at five, I get up at six. But I, my first thing is I need to give Jace a bottle and get Jace sorted. And then we stay in, you know, stay in bed and upstairs till about seven. Then we come down because Jace will have his breakfast about half seven. So I'll have breakfast then. So I'm not having my breakfast till half seven. Chloe's having his at half five. So the principles are the same of what we're doing. But it just looks different for each person because everybody's life is different. Do you know what yeah, I mean? completely. Um, There was a point I was going to touch on and now I can't remember what it was. Why did we do I this? I do this all the time. At the end of the day, the point we are trying to make is we want you to have a happy, healthy relationship with food. And you're not going to do that by setting like restrictions and limitations, obviously, within reason, because when you've got a goal in mind, if fat loss is, is your goal, then yeah, there are times where you're going to have to say no to something that you do want, or you might have to be changing your portion sizes or might have to just literally be changing the foods that you eat if you're not making the best decisions. But you need to understand that by cutting anything out that you enjoy, you're just depriving yourself of happiness. We're not here forever. So I don't want to spend a miserable life not eating the foods that I enjoy. So improving your relationship with food starts by having no foods off limits yeah definitely and I just think from my own experience all the years I wasted doing all these diets that never ever worked for me if I would have just spent the time earlier on like understanding my relationship with food understanding my habits 
like I would have been a lot better off. I'm glad that I've done it now, but this is what we try and say to people is like, you're wasting your time. So instead you, you're going to do a diet anyway. So why not use the time to fix your habits and it won't happen overnight, but it's better to look at your habits and fix your eating habits and, uh, you know, your relationship with food and stuff like that than on and off a diet, on and off a diet, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight. And it's like, you know, when I used to lose weight and then I gain weight again, there'd be clothes that I wouldn't fit me. So I'd like, like and then that would make me feel crap because that skirt that I, that I got in the other week and I can't get in. And it was like buying a whole new wardrobe every time I was going on a holiday and going on a holiday and not feeling great. And one of the things that was like a big thing for me when I very first started, you know, doing all of this for myself was I want to look good for every holiday for the rest of my life. I don't want to just look good for that one holiday and then feel shit for the rest of the year or, you know, two holidays, whatever it is. But I also don't want to have to diet every time I'm going away. I want to just feel good all the time. And then if I want to go on a last minute holiday, I can. I'm going on holiday on Friday and I've not done any sort of diet. All I've done is don't we have it that I always do yeah. and you I know you're the same we are you we are but the same and we want to teach you to yeah okay you might have some extra body fat that you would like to lose we want to teach you this is how we teach all our girls how to lose it do it the one time do it right and then keep it off yeah and learn how to live your life at maintenance and yeah okay a couple of pounds might come on over Christmas but you know exactly how to get that shape back down again you said something the other day and it was you don't want to be dieting forever like we're not here to spend our whole lives dieting and obviously there's benefits to it if you've got it too much body fat there are health risks that that come with that too there's there's more than how you look it's your health as well so obviously if you've got that there to lose it is important that you do 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 it I I don't think people realize as well that it's really you know it's obviously really unhealthy to have you know be holding too much body fat because of the health risks but it's also really unhealthy to be really restricting calories for a long period of time like people think that's the like healthy way to do things and that somebody's healthy because they've lost all this weight very quickly but actually that's damaging to your health so you should be doing it in like a slower um with a little bit of a slower progress but I can guarantee somebody that's lost weight over a longer period of time a little bit more slowly will be the person that keeps it off long term it's like the tortoise and the hare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow and steady. Wins the race. Wins the race. Always. Yeah. It it is, it's true though. It's so true. And if I was to say to you now, so in 12 months time, so 12 months time is going to pass anyway, you can either lose the weight that you want to lose really quickly in an unhealthy way, damaging your relationship with food, but in 12 months time, you're going to put it back on. Or if I said to you, commit for 12 months to develop a new habits learn and and do you know what it's never really anything like crazy like we're not getting you to do we never get anyone to do anything that's not within their realms like that's not achievable it's just teaching you some new things some new little habits to do and in 12 months time you could have lost the weight and kept it off but you'd lose it a little bit it would take the 12 months to do that's not me saying it's going to take 12 months for everybody it is completely different it's just an example but what would you prefer lose the weight and put it back on and be sat in the same position maybe worse 12 months down the line or lose the weight at a slower rate slow and steady wins the race but in 12 months time it's just gone 
and you actually fix your relationship with food in that time and you don't feel guilty for anything that you eat you can eat what you want because you know it's not off limits you don't need no longer need to have cheap meals or feel guilty for going out with friends or family like that's ultimately that's that's the wins that we love to hear isn't it like yeah it's great when people lose weight fabulous but it's when people come to us and say, I went out and I didn't feel guilty for what I ate. Yeah. Or, you know, I what did Emma say the other day about the cake? Oh, Emma. So one of our eight weeks change girls, Emma. So it was something along the lines of she was really proud of herself because she felt as though the devil was after her all week. With the cake. Yeah, yeah, everywhere she went, there was cake. But she actually managed to enjoy a slice without eating the whole, the whole thing. thing. So they're the wins that were like, that's that's bigger than any progress picture that you see on Instagram. Like they're the big wins because they're the habits that people create working with us. And then that's what helps them long-term. But they know if they want to eat the full cake, they can, but they're choosing not to do it. Do you know what I mean? And and like we always say, everything is a choice. So your choice is you take your time, you do it properly, you you know, fix your habits, you fix your relationship with food, you no longer have cheat meals, or you can carry on doing it the way that you've done it, cheap including cheat meals, limiting, restricting calories, feeling like shit, losing weight and gaining weight again, but ultimately it's your choice. Do you feel like you're trying to lose weight but not seeing results? We know how frustrating this can be. We have helped many women to overcome this obstacle by showing them where to place their efforts. If you want more information on how we can help you finally get results that last, then just drop me or Chloe a DM on Instagram.